Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Organ and Tissue Donation in partnership with Donate Life. I'm your host Michael Billings and it's a special time on the calendar for Donate Life because from July 25th to August 1st it's Donate Life Week and as part of this important initiative Donate Life is running the great registration race through all of July and August. The aim? To encourage up to 100,000 more Australians to join the Australian Organ Donor Register. I'll get to our guests shortly, but before I do, I just want to remind you that I do this podcast in the hope that after listening, you'll do two things. Sign up to become an organ donor at donatelife.gov.au. It only takes a minute and all you need is your Medicare card. Also, talk to your family about your desire to be an organ donor. Both those things are just as important as each other and just one organ or tissue donor can transform the lives of many people. I'll remind you at the end of the episode, but for now, here's my guest for today, Dr. Rowett DaCosta, State Medical Director for Donate Life Victoria. Dr. DaCosta, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Absolute pleasure. Now, you're the State Medical Director for Donate Life Victoria, who facilitate organ and tissue donation across the state. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what your role involves? Sure. Well, I'm uh, an intensive care doctor as well, and um, through my role, I've seen not only the benefits that uh, organ and tissue donation can have on people's lives, I've also had the privilege of looking after patients and families who've made that selfless decision to help others through organ and tissue donation. So when an opportunity came up to take on more of a leadership role in Donate Life Victoria, uh, which, as you as you said, um, coordinates organ and tissue donation across the state, I thought it was a really good opportunity to to take a greater role in the, in, the, in the sector. Tell us a bit about what your role involves day to day. Like what does an average day look like for you? So for me, it's a combination of working in intensive care as well as uh, with, the, uh, with Donate Life Victoria. So it's a combination of, um, you know, some of those really intimate moments with families and patients who are, you know, often going through severe illness and sometimes the hardest day of their lives and providing them in a very supported team environment um, the support and care that they need, as well as um, with my Donate Life role, doing more kind of admin stuff and coordination and policies and procedures and other things. So it's a real mix of mix of things that takes up my day. It's uh, a lot of it's predictable, but a lot of it isn't, which is which is what uh, makes it a really special area to work in. I think. Now, Donate Life runs an annual campaign called Donate Life Week, encouraging Australians to register as organ and tissue donors. We're in the middle of that campaign now, with it really kicking off next week. Tell us about the campaign. Sure. It's a national campaign um, involving all states and territories. This year, we're up to year 10 of Donate Life Week, and really our push is to try and get people registered on the organ donor register and then have a conversation with their loved ones so that no one's in doubt as to what their donation wish is. So our theme this year is the great registration race. And the, and the um, aim is that we want at least 100,000 more Australians to join the organ donor register. We know that there are around um, 13 million uh, Australians who are 16 or over. So that's the minimum age you need to be to be able to register who haven't registered. So there's 13 million Australians that we're trying to reach out to in this campaign. Why do you need to run a campaign like this? We know that the Australian community overwhelmingly supports organ and tissue donation. So if we've, we've um, had a number of surveys and studies done over the years, we know that 9 in 10 Australians support organ donation. A recent ABC 
study showed that uh, the majority of Australians, something like four and five, uh, said that if uh, they were in a position to donate, they, donate their organs when they died, they would. Yet we have this gap where only uh, about a third of Australians are actually on the organ donor register when they're eligible. So we know that there are probably a number of reasons for this. For example, many Australians may think they've already registered, for example, with their driver's license many years ago, but the this may not have translated to the, the actual register. So we, we're encouraging Australians to, uh, to, to check, um, and the best way to do that is to just go online via our website, donatelife.gov.au, um, and in about a minute, you can you can know whether you're on the register or not, or if you're not, you can add yourself to that register. How many Australians are on the wait list for an organ transplant? Um, at the moment, there are around um, 1,800 Australians on the actual transplant waiting list. So for these patients who are, in many instances, desperately unwell, they really need uh, a, uh, a a chance at life. So for some of them, it's a matter of life, uh, life and death. Uh, um, we know also that there are a, a large number of uh, people on dialysis, so about 12,000 people on dialysis for kidney failure in the community, and uh, a proportion of these patients may also um, benefit from kidney transplantation um, by being listed on the on the waiting list. So there's a large number of people that can be helped by solid organ donation. Um, and for others, there is... Um, the benefit that tissue donation can have. So this could be anything from a heart valve, which uh, might be uh, essential for a particular cardiac operation, um, or life-saving skin transplantation for, for patients, for example, who may be uh, burns victims. So um, there is a, a large number of people who are in need of organ and tissue donations. And we know that uh, for many, they just wouldn't have that chance without organ donation. How many Australians are registered organ and tissue donors? Uh, we have about 7 million Australians on on the uh, register, um, but we still know that that's not, uh, the, that's not capturing the majority of Australians who say they support organ and tissue donation. So we, we need people to, to take that step, which is fortunately just a small one, of uh, of registering that donation decision, and then perhaps uh, more importantly, or equally importantly, have a conversation with their loved ones so that the that no one's in doubt as to what your decision is about organ donation. Now, I understand that even if you sign up, the chance of you actually becoming an organ donor are relatively low. Why is that? Why aren't there more donors? Uh, this is a very good question, and it's um, and it's something that's uh, perhaps not well uh, recognised or well understood. When you die, it's only people who die in a limited um, circumstances, uh, limited set of circumstances, who can actually be medically suitable to be an organ donor. And um, when we're talking percentages, it's it's probably only about two percent of of patients who die in hospital. The reason is that to be an organ donor, not only must you die in hospital. Usually, it means you, you you're dying in hospital on intensive care support, such as a ventilator and blood pressure support, etc., um, as the organs need to be functioning uh, relatively well right up to death. So it's usually patients in these critical care environments who, who die relatively suddenly is, 
in, in these circumstances where organ donation and tissue donation, well, organ donation is possible. Tissue donation, in fact, is possible in a greater range of situations because um, we can sometimes look at uh, at a tissue donation procedure up to 24 hours after death. So that's uh, a, a broader range of conditions, but for organ donation, it's, it's actually a very small proportion of uh, people who die that are actually eligible to be a, be a donor. Now, the COVID pandemic has pretty much affected everything on the planet, and I imagine it's also had an impact on organ and tissue donation. What has been that impact? Yes, unfortunately, we know COVID's uh, dominated all parts of our lives. And um, unfortunately for transplant recipients, this has meant that it's um, harder to receive an organ for for transplantation because there was a uh, decrease uh, last year in the number of donors in the order of uh, 15, 16%. So this meant that the number of transplants uh, and people receiving a transplant was was down by um, almost the same number uh, last year. So the message is it's never been more important for people to register as an organ and tissue donor and talk to their family about donation. How many lives were saved in 2020 thanks to organ donation? So last year, there were 1,270 Australian lives um, saved or helped through an organ transplant. This was due to the generosity of 463 deceased organ donors um, and their families. So it's really a remarkable thing that uh, that uh, these uh, patients and families have done. As I said, for many of these families, it's it's the worst day of their lives. Um, and yet this selfless uh, decision has helped uh, over a thousand Australians. And who can register to be an organ and tissue donor? So this one's uh, really simple. It's anyone really in Australia age 16 and over. It's important if you think you've already registered that you check, because as I said, many people think they are, but they aren't. To check, just go to donatelife.gov.au um, and there's a link there to the registration page. You just need to have your Medicare card and um, you either go through that process and register or it tells you you already registered. It only takes about a minute, so it's a really nice, easy way to, to do that. And then also um, have have the conversation with your family, have the conversation with your friends about uh, the fact that you want to be a donor. Why is that conversation with your loved ones so important? So ultimately, even if you've made a decision to donate your organs uh, and tissues and and registered this, families always ask to confirm that decision. And when you haven't made a decision, then um, the family is asked to to make that decision based on the fact that they would know what your decision would be. So the only way they can know that is if you've had that conversation. So register, absolutely. That makes it so much easier for families to uh, confirm that decision and also chat to your families because then they're in absolutely no doubt and they are um, going to support your decision. We know that in the vast majority of of situations where families know that their loved ones registered and they've had the conversation, the vast majority of uh, situations like that, they support organ and tissue donation. Now, some people might think they're ineligible to register. What if someone has a medical condition or they might drink or smoke, maybe uh, their religion? What about these people? It's really... Uh, still important to register as an organ donor, uh, organ and tissue donor, uh, regardless of your your medical conditions or your age. Um, the reason I say this is because it really, uh, in many instances, doesn't matter how old you are. We've 
had donors in their 80s, for example, in certain circumstances. Medical history um, is is relevant, but but there's no or very few absolute contraindications to to organ and tissue donation. So you know, it really doesn't matter. Um, to some extent, what your medical history is, your lifestyle, whether you smoke, whether you drink, what country you were born in, uh, where you've lived, how healthy you are, still register. Um, at the end of the day, or uh, in, in the circumstance where you may be eligible to be a donor, a, a very detailed assessment is made. So donation only proceeds if someone can genuinely be helped by that, by a uh, by the act of of donation so that medical assessment is is very important but um when it comes to registering just register is is the message dr de costa i can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast dispelling some of these myths and bringing your expertise during a really important week on the donate life calendar i'm going to finish up with the question that i ask everyone who comes on the podcast what would you say to someone who is unsure about or thinking about becoming an organ donor I think the most important thing is to find out the facts and a good place to start is the Donate Life website, donatelife.gov.au. There's lots of very useful um, and uh, accessible information on there. Um, And then make a decision about whether you uh, like to be an organ tissue donor. Register that decision. You can do that via that website and then have the conversation. So we we really need people, we know, uh, to, to make that uh, registration and uh, decision and have the conversation. Dr. Robert DeCosta, thank you so much for joining me today. Pleasure, Michael. Thank you. I hope after hearing Dr. DeCosta, the State Medical Director for Donate Life Victoria, you might like to go to donatelife.gov.au and sign up to become an organ donor as part of Donate Life Week. And also, talk to your family about your wishes. If you enjoyed the podcast, then give it a review or a rating, maybe even share it on your social media. I hope it swayed you to sign up to become an organ donor and I hope you'll make the decision to donate life.